0: If you are a clinical director or a practice manager and your to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to support you to roll out your network-based contracts and projects, I would love to help you. We also provide consultancy and coaching advice to healthcare business owners and clinical leads looking to take the next step in their career or their business come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Hi, and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in this solo episode, I am going to be talking with you and sharing with you my experience and lessons learned of letting people go from the business. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is that in the six years to date I've been in business, I have let people go due to redundancy and because they weren't a right fit with the team as we move forwards. And And I've just learned so many lessons and in preparing for these really difficult conversations, I was scouring the internet to try to find how to make somebody redundant, what to do when you need to fire somebody and how does it feel and what you get. You will get, you know, millions of articles, but they're all written or the majority of them are written written. From a place of somebody teaching you the textbook way of how to do it. But what I was looking for is I wanted to hear of a business owner that had done it. I didn't want to hear the polished best practice version. I wanted to hear I've recruited somebody and I let them go. And this is what happened. This is how I felt. And this is what happened in the end. And I couldn't find that many. So I thought, Tara, Take one for the team, be vulnerable, put yourself out there and share your experiences with the view that if any of you find yourself in this unfortunate position, you can not only get the best practice, but you can get the other side of the coin from somebody that's actually doing it, that's recently done it to help you make you feel better, and to let you know you're not alone, this does happen, you're not a bad person, and you will learn lots of lessons to help you shape your next hire. So if we kick off with my lessons learned, if I'm being really honest, when I have let people go, those were the people, even in the interview, I felt like, they, yeah, they, they could do it. <laughs> like I wasn't sold on them, but I felt so desperate to recruit and convince myself that they were the right hires. I made concessions. So I, eat, I had a little tiny nagging fault in my gut to say, I'm not sure, but I can train them. And I always say, well, I didn't know. I didn't have a background in health and I learned. So if I learn." anybody could pick it up really quickly. So I think when the person hasn't worked out, it's because I did see the signs when I first interviewed them and pushed them aside, because I felt like Tara, you're being too picky. You can train them. They seem nice. <laughs> like So a big lesson learned is to slow down in my recruitment, have somebody with me when I recruit where possible and we definitely will moving forward or have a panel, but to, you know, like if it's not a hell yes, it is a no, it is a no. And that is best for everybody all around. The other lesson learned is around the induction period. So we do have, sometimes we have a 12 to 14 week induction program. We do have regular one-to-ones. We do have a competency framework I feel like we've got a good induction plan and I make sure I've got time to support all of the new hires coming into the business. I think that the lesson I have learned is that when somebody seems like they are progressing really well and you think, yep, yeah, they've got it, they're fine, no problem. I haven't in the past still followed the induction program. I've taken my foot off the pedal and gone, nope, they're fine, they've cracked it, they fit into the team, they're performing well, I don't need to manage them so closely. And then what happens is, oh yeah, I do still need to manage them. They feel like, yeah, I've passed my probation, kind of feet are more under the table. And both of us stop firing on all cylinders. And then I have to have the difficult conversation and reset expectations and make sure the structures are in place to make sure they can do their job. So that is a really key lesson. No matter how good somebody seems to be in the early days, make sure we follow the induction plan. So then I don't, so then it's not a surprise. It's, you know, it is a bit unfair if then I'm going, yeah, yeah, you're amazing, you're fine. And then like in 12 weeks, I'm like, Do you know what, you know, like actually we need to have a conversation and I'm not sucking them in that conversation, but it is, you know, the, the tone of the conversation is very different. And what I've learned is that none of this stuff should ever be a surprise when people are not performing well, we should never blindside them. It should never be a surprise if we've got the right kind of talent management and HR processes in place. Another lesson learned, although I feel like I learned this when I was employed way back when, and that is to document everything. Can I say that because I used to, I line managed lots of people and make sure we document the one-to-ones. So that's something that we do regularly, make sure you document it and make sure you vocalise and document what is working well and areas for development, how you can support that person and how they can also support themselves. It's two-way but as the employer we have to make sure we give people all of the resources, all of the support they need to do to succeed. So document everything because when you do need to make that difficult conversation, you want to make sure you've got the evidence and the kind of paper trail to support that. And I'm lucky that I have always done that in the business. So that's, it's not a lesson learned. I've learned the hard way, but I make sure I document everything. Definitely. Okay so then moving on so the next kind of note i've made to myself is what is best for the business this is a strategic decision it is not a personal decision and that's a le- it's i've learned that the hard way because i want to be liked i want to be kind i know so many people that have spoken to me and said this person's not right for the business this person's not right for the business a year later they that person's still there and you know a year later then they've gone oh no that person's really settled into their role (laughs) I'm like how they've been so patient they've really really given this person the opportunity and it's knowing when to stick it out and when it's not the right fit and I think I've waited a little bit too long because I want to give people the chance and the opportunity I don't want to get rid of people I've left it a little bit too long and when I ask myself what does this business need to grow the answer is always 100% crystal clear and I know what I need to do I don't want to do it because it makes me feel like crap but what does the business need to do to grow but the question is when we're getting down to the wire I suppose the question always is what does this business need to grow What people do we need on the team? What skills and attributes do we need on the team? What level of support am I able to give to this particular role on the team? Do I need somebody with experience or do I need somebody that um, can fulfill an apprenticeship, a junior member of team that I can really support? And just be really honest with that. And then the next question from a business perspective is what financially makes sense? What is viable? as we move forward and something that may have been viable before may no longer make sense moving forwards. So these are questions that I've asked myself and ask myself. And then kind of another self-coaching question I ask myself is what is preventing me from taking this, the next step? And it's around fear, it's around confidence, it's around, it's me feeling responsible to For other people's, you know, like financial responsibilities and getting their mortgage paid and things like that. But it has to be a non personal decision. And I think I really, really struggled with that. So if you're really, if you know what you need to do, you know what financially makes sense. If you've given somebody every opportunity to develop and step up and they're not right for your business, they're just not right for the business. It's not, they're not horrible people. You're not a horrible person. It's just that, and I say to people, and I've had to say to myself, there are billions of people in this world. If there is turnover in your team, don't beat yourself up that everybody that walks through your door may not be the perfect fit. That is okay. We just need to get much better at recruiting having a nice slow recruitment process, having a good induction process and working with people where this is their zone of genius, helping people to find the right people and embed them into the team, like get help. There's no shame in saying I'm not the best at HR like they're in, just like how we work with accountants and how we work with business coaches. And I have worked and I've mentioned her on a podcast before with a lady called Shelley Warren, who is part of the Biz Chicks family. I've also worked with the founder, Natalie Ekdar. And Shelley has got a podcast called Stacking Your Team. And if you do not listen to it and you manage a team or you run your own business, listen to this podcast. It is excellent. It is excellent. And I listened to a podcast called it was something like how to let somebody go and keep them loyal to your brand. It was excellent. And I followed the advice exactly. And we had a really good parting of ways. The door's still open. It's just not the right fit at the moment, but it couldn't have gone any better and I messaged her after I'd listened to the podcast and I'd had the conversation with the then team member and explained what had happened and it was definitely thanks to that podcast and I've gone to Shelley in the past to say I've got this tricky situation can you help me and in like 15 minutes flat she's like you need to do this like she knows her stuff if you ever need any help I yep yeah. Shelley Warren is your go-to, she is now your go-to, I promise you. The other lesson I've learned is around preparation. So when I've had to make difficult decisions and I haven't learned this lesson the hard way, it's just to, I've made sure I've really prepared. So when I finally think, right Tara, today's the day, I really, really prepare, I'll visualize the conversation, I'll play out a couple of scenarios, I'll be very to the point, but I want to let this person go in a nicer fashion as possible. One of the things I've done is around making sure I'm really carefully prepared for the conversation and also thought about how can I make a really crappy situation a tiny bit better? And that is what can I afford to pay them if they don't have redundancy, if they haven't not been in the business long enough to have redundancy. And it does make a difference it's me showing i don't hate this person it's just unfortunate and it makes the parting just that little less horrible so if you can afford to pay them 6 weeks 8 weeks do do that that's one thing i've done you don't have to but that's what i have done and where i can afford it i will give as much as i can which makes sense to, to help see that person Off onto their next part of the journey, and give them a reference, and be very honest around their strengths. Just because somebody wasn't right for my business, I'm not. You know, they could be amazing for your business. It's about fit. And also, I recorded an episode. It was episode forty-six where I discuss when you're the bearer of bad news. So I shared my perspective on what it feels like to deliver bad news. And that it's just as hard to give it as it is to receive it. And I know people on the receiving end will think, shut up, Tara. <laughs> no, it's not. But it is. It really is. I, I mean, I let somebody go. This was quite a while ago where there was a series of <laughs> multiple failures that had happened. And I still cried when I let this person go. I felt terrible. I really, really did even though that person should have gone ages ago ages ago that's a, that's a lesson that's a story for another day so it is hard and i think but as hard as it is i have never regretted letting somebody go the moment i have done it i have breathed a bit of a sigh of relief, like that was the right decision, they will go on and smash it in another organisation and I will go onwards and upwards with another bag of lessons learned And other little things, and you'll get this elsewhere around choosing the time of day, so you know, I just want to get it done at the beginning of the day. Make sure you're in a situation where the person doesn't have to kind of walk into a room filled with people, just really pick your timing, pick your moment as well as you can do, take a moment to reflect and then look forwards and yet just I can't stress enough, keep your eyes looking forward, you can't undo the past, you can learn from it but then we just need to crack on So, I hope this is helpful. Check out episode 46 when you were the bearer of bad news. Please subscribe to the Stacking Your Team podcast with Shelley Warren. I hope you liked it. I hope you found it useful, and I'll see you in the next episode. letter in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode.